The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back to Answers for Elders radio, everyone. We're here with published author Sue Stultz. And Sue, you are a former family caregiver. And yes. you wrote a book called Reaching Beyond the Rail, um, the Blood, Sweat, and Tears of Caring for Mom and Dad. Yes. And um, thank you for being here on Caregiver Month. Um, we thank are so you. honored to have you here. And really to reach out to so many family caregivers that are here, Sue, struggling with how do you do right by mom and dad? How do you do the right thing? And so thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It is a challenge to care for an ill or aging parent. Mm-hmm. Um, my book, but also many other stories of families mm-hmm. that I have walked with. Mm-hmm. And stories are different, but a lot of times there's simil- similar things in there that we walk through. And so uh, I just found that as I walked through the death of my father, mm-hmm. the way he announced his cancer, and all the things that were learned through that process, it was overwhelming. Sure. And so then in the next uh, 10 years, walking with my mom, both my parents, my in-laws, and over 35 other people, end of life, they there are so many things to be learned, mm-hmm. and we just don't know where to find it. Yeah. And so with my book, I bring encouragement. I also bring tools that the family can learn because when we – have a family member that gets a diagnosis. That diagnosis, and everybody goes right, as I'm talking Mm -hmm. to you, Suzanne, I see you traveled back and you're thinking that diagnosis, whatever it is, we get so many different people that are involved with that loved Mm -hmm. one, a dynamic happening. And it can be good and it can be bad. I've seen families that pull together and Mm -hmm. I've seen families separate. Um, I have an unavailable sibling. And so I talk about that and what Mm -hmm. that journey looks like. Um, We walk through whoever's involved with that loved one. We walk through a grief period. Mm -hmm. And so I address that because grief is a real process that we feel. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that grief is not just reserved for someone's death. Exactly. It can be a dream. It can be a promotion that grieve, we don't have. You can grieve the life that you used to have before. Totally. You, and, and the thing that I think what you're saying, and, and certainly it's true for me and true for so many people, is the feelings of guilt yes. or the feelings of I should have done better if I knew better. Correct. And now that I know what I know today, why didn't I do it right the first time? And, you know, I know so many families that, you know, family caregivers that I speak to. And, you know, they want to do right by their parent. And right. they will they will turn their lives upside down to do that. Maybe based on a comment a long time ago that mom or dad said, don't ever put me in a home, quote unquote. Correct. And so... What ends up happening is because of that that pledge that they made to their parent, they're they're having a hard time coming to grips with 
but I need to do right by my parent. And I know Correct. the better step would be to put them in a situation, you know, find a place where they have better care than what I can personally provide. And yes. this is the dynamic that goes on with families constantly. And having those difficult conversations, how do you do that with a well, parent? I, I do tell families I start difficult conversations because we do make those promises mm-hmm. or we think we can do this just a bit longer. And I recall I, uh, my mom, mm-hmm. she graduated about two or three times from hospice. Oh, and um, I call her the ener- energizer buddy. Right. But I was depleted. And it took the hospice nurse to look me square in the eye and say, Sue, This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Mm -hmm. And I realized I could. Very good advice. Yes. I could not continue in the speed that I was going. And so um, I talked to families about caregiver Mm -hmm. burnout. Um, I also uh, talk about the scenario, and it's in my book, about moving dad and the guilt around that, making Mm -hmm. that choice. And we all know Nobody can care for our mm-hmm. mom or dad better than we can. Mm-hmm. But the reality is you need to recognize how far you can go and is their need greater than what you can give them. Mm-hmm. And we all don't – we look at what we have today and think, oh, I can handle this. But things change. And as family members um, wear out – And I always say this, we all come with a pull date, Suzanne. Mm -hmm. We never know when that date is or the hour, Mm -hmm. but we all have that. And so some people, that pull date is a lot sooner Mm -hmm. in an illness or aging than it is for others. Mm -hmm. And there comes a time that maybe we cannot provide that care for Mm -hmm. a loved one. And that's where I help families recognize maybe it's time you be the caregiver the loved one on the bedside holding your loved one's hand mm-hmm. and let somebody else that's so important take care of so all that work continue to be the son or the daughter yes put the <clears throat> difficult situations in the hands of a professional um, one of the things that that I always say is you should never ever ever parent your parent you I guarantee <laughs> guarantee oh I am with you and and mm. if I may say there is no time to reprimand uh, or discipline your parent. I talk never, about... Never, And there is elder abuse, mm-hmm. and I have encountered... Sadly, I, sadly I, yes. more often with families than it is yes. about providers. And, and that's the thing that I think that, that the world doesn't realize. They don't, and, and, and many times it might not be an intentional thing, mm-hmm. but it happens. Absolutely. So we are talking again to Sue Stoltz, and she is the published author of Reaching Beyond the Rail, The Blood, Sweat, and Tears of Caring for Mom and Dad. Sue, tell us a little bit about how we can get your book. Well, um, my book is so fresh off the press. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. It came out. And uh, at this point in time, the best way is to go to my website. Mm-hmm. And you can contact me there, and then um, I can get back to you and find out where you want your book sent, how many you want. And if you want to send some to Cousin John across the United States, I do that as well. So, Sue, what is your website? My website is personalhealthcareadvisor.com. Okay, www.personalhealthcareadvisor.com. 
healthcareadvisor.com. So, Sue, one of the things I think that caregivers are trying to do, and I think this is something that you're definitely addressing in the book, is you're kind of that person that is the calm in the storm or needs to be the calm in the storm. Um, You know, as human nature, as as human creatures, our psyche is to resist change. Yes. Um, As our parents get older, they become more vulnerable. They hang on even tighter to what is most familiar. Yes. So that means their home, their possessions, their relationships, their dynamics of what they, you know, they're going to give you the same old tapes from, you know, 20 years ago that you did this to them 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And and so the hard part for a caregiver is, I think, and, and really the most important thing is to do the work on yourself. Yes. Because it's really, it's not about your parent anymore. And like what we talked about with this whole thing of you don't parent your parent, you don't take it out on your parent. It all comes back to number one, and that's taking personal responsibility for yourself um, in this dynamic of the relationship. Um, I always coach families that you will never, ever be anything but a daughter or a son, period. You're not going to be, you know, you may think that you're in charge. and <laughs> But you're really trying to usurp that dynamic is going to be a bad thing. So what you need to do is operate from the fact of personal responsibility and understanding that that parent will always be your mom or your dad. Yes. And you will always be their child. Yes. And I think one of the things that you really address in your book, which I'm really excited to know more about, is tell us about that dynamic and tell us a little bit about why that's important. Well... You know, as our parent ages, we do find that role reversal starting Mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -hmm. And as I said earlier, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. And I think as uh, children, we always look at mom and dad as the leader, the boss. Mm -hmm. And then as we see them make some choices Mm -hmm. that maybe are not of good choice as they get older, um, we do come in. And Mm -hmm. I agree, you're never to parent your parent because they've always been Mm -hmm. the parent you just now are assuming a role of can we Mm -hmm. say just uh, an overseer Mm -hmm. Um, my whole premise when I come into families and throughout my book I talk about the respect honor and Mm -hmm. dignity Uh, in my company that is the biggest those are the three words Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so um, dealing with your loved one we have to operate in that respect, mm-hmm. the honor and dignity mode. Um, we also need to show it when we're at the doctor's office, mm-hmm. at the grocery store. We are also seen by the rest of our family and even our our children as how we show that to our parents. Right. Um, you are a team player, but you also have other roles as well. Absolutely. And I think, you know, <clears throat> as another published author, I call the respect, honor, and dignity factor, be their advocate. You know, be that person that understands that it's their life, not yours. And, what you know, you're there to, you know, to rally and to understand that piece of what's most important to them what are their values yes what is you know and that's part of that respect factor i think that you're you refer to that i love and that's so awesome we're so much on the same page i can hardly wait to read your book i will definitely be doing so so sue how do we reach you 
you can reach me at my website as well at www.personalhealthcareadvisor, and I will connect with you at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Um, We can order the books. Mm -hmm. I'm running a special. Awesome. Uh, Buy three, get one free. Nice. And I have found people love that because they've got brothers and sisters that need to share it. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad you were on the show today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Suzanne. we're just thrilled about your book. Thank you so much. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.